is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 229 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about how to stop sabotaging yourself. And this can be happening in your business and resulting in the success that you see in your business, as well as in your own personal life, which we very well know that what's going on in our personal life often affects what goes on in our businesses, especially as women and moms. We saw that happen all throughout 2020 with COVID. Many of us took on so many more responsibilities than we already were from crisis schooling to having to figure out what it's going to look like as far as getting groceries and quarantining and all the craziness that we dealt with. And because of that, we also probably saw a bit of a slip in our focus on our business. So I want to talk to you today specifically how you can really start to stop self-sabotaging yourself, get rid of that defeatist attitude. And for the number one thing I can think of in which I have heard people say, clients, family members, the common quote that I hear them saying is, it is what it is. And here's what I need you to understand. It is not what it is. So before we really start to dive into this, I want to make sure that you grab my revenue planning guide. We're going to link to that in the show notes. But if you click over, just send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. Let me know that you want that revenue planning guide because that guide is going to help you set your goals, which you are going to hear is one of the most important things that you can do when it comes to not sabotaging yourself. So make sure that you grab that guide over in the show notes, or again, just send me a DM on Instagram and I will send it to you. Just tell me revenue planning guide and I will make sure that I send that over. All right. So I want to go back to that quote. It is what it is. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard that over the past year and a half and not even just because it was COVID, but Even before then, I was still hearing that phrase commonly from clients and also family members. It's that kind of, it is what it is. It's that I can't affect this. This is my life. I have to just suck it up and deal with it. And there's no way that I can change it. And I'm here to tell you that that's so not true. I'm watching actually a friend right now on Facebook who was on the podcast, Andy Storch. He was on the podcast probably a year or two years ago. Uh, he is dealing right now with cancer. And I'm watching him on Facebook talk about his journey with it, openly share about it, and then his positive attitude that he has about it. He has never once said it is what it is and just kind of suffered into it. Instead, he has created a new routine, gone into holistic health for himself. He's getting treatments. He has positivity in his life that it's putting out these vibrations. He never, I can guarantee you, has ever said it is what it is. And I hope he doesn't mind that I'm sharing this about him. And if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, I highly recommend you go back to it and listen to it. Andy is just 
such a positive person even before all of this and to see him going through this in the light that he is continuing to shine in this world it is such an inspiration to so many people and should be for yourself an example of how self-sabotaging doesn't help you so if you have said or thought in the phrase it is what it is whether it comes to your business whether it comes to growing your following on social media whether it comes to the revenue that you're bringing in from your business or even if it comes from not being happy in your marriage these are things that we need to be talking about you cannot just simply take this stance of it is what it is So when it comes to this self-sabotaging behavior and what it actually looks like, it's things like that where you're feeling very complacent. You're kind of just going through the day-to-day of your life. You know that you're not happy. There's something that is frustrating you and causing you to spiral and not feel excited and inspired to do your business. And I've talked about many times that if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to be able to be have that fire within you and that passion for what it is that you're doing. So if you have lost that, if you feel complacent, if you're wondering where can you go with what you have going on right now within your business or even your personal relationships, you have to know that you have to put in the work. And I know that's sometimes hard to hear. And I have gone through these things, whether it's my marriage, whether it's my relationship with my daughters as they start to become teenagers, it's work. I have to figure out ways to make it so that I'm not getting frustrated and we can have relationships that are strong and healthy. So I'm going to give you some tips on what I want you to start doing to how so that you can stop self-sabotaging with this type of behavior. So the very first thing that I want you to do is I want you to know that you are doing it by being self-aware. Hear yourself. Feel yourself. When these things start to happen and you can hear yourself saying it is what it is, know that that doesn't have to be that way. I don't care how bad things are. It can get better. You can make strides in your business to improve it. I don't care how long you've plateaued for. You've hit a certain page views and you've been sitting there for a year and a half. You can continue to grow those page views. But if you sit there and say, I'll never grow. I'll never see large page views. I'll never grow an audience. I'll never sell a product. Those are the things that you're putting out into the universe. And I know this is a little woo-woo for people, but you have to understand that it's not just about putting it out into the universe, but it's about how you feel about your business. When you're excited and positive about your business, you wanna jump in and hit the ground running and you wanna try new things and you wanna learn new things and you're inspired. But when you're negative about your business, ah, it's just going to be the same page views. I'll never sell any products. No, I don't like to sell. I'm not any good at it. They'll never buy anything from me. Or my audience, this is my favorite one. My audience doesn't like to pay for things. Um, That's because you've never offered them anything. And you have to start offering them things and doing it with confidence and putting in these practices so that you can offer them an opportunity to solve their problem. That is what I need you to keep in mind is that when you are solving a problem for your audience, 
This is not an issue. It's a non-issue. It's a non-starter. I don't hear from clients, oh, they're not willing to buy my products. They're cheap. That's not the case. It's because you haven't offered it to them. They're used to just getting free content from you. You need to train them that, hey, I'm going to make this super easy for you. Put it all in one place and hold you accountable. And that's why you're going to pay for it. Those clients that I have worked with that have trained their audiences like this, it's not because they're good at sales. It's because they've trained their people to understand that they're going to make their life easier by solving their problem and making it be in all one place for a price. That's where that comes from. So when it comes to it, I want you to know that you are doing it. Be self-aware that you have started to kind of have these negative thoughts and this defeatist attitude of it's not going to change. It is what it is. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to determine the trigger that is causing it. Because often I see this happen, especially right now with social media, we will see people get on, will fly through and I'll have clients say, oh, I'm not getting the same sponsorships that they're getting. I'm not getting as many or my reels aren't doing as well as everyone else's. And we start again, that self-sabotaging, that negative self-talk of I'm not any good at this. Why am I wasting my time to do this? When you do that, it's a trigger for you. It sends you down that spiral. And I watch many people that when they start to get into that defeatist attitude, it brings down everything. Their productivity in particular will take a huge hit. So you really want to think about when I am looking at Instagram and social media and seeing what other people are doing, that if it is triggering you to start this self-sabotaging behavior, I need you to know that. And to be self-aware, again, so that you can decide how you're going to move forward. Because the next number three of these steps are, is to take time to determine how you can change your behavior and your attitude. So if you are noticing that you are going to Instagram, you're seeing someone else's reels, and you're getting frustrated because you see that their reels are doing well and yours haven't been doing so well, and it's an automatic trigger for you. Don't go and look at their reels. Maybe they're able to like step into their background of theater and they like to dance and they like to do the things, but that's not your introverted personality. It's not to say that you can't figure out reels for your personality, but what it is to say is that that person's growth isn't something that you can put into your business because that's not authentic to your brand and who you are. So Stop comparing yourself to that person. Block them, delete them, don't follow them so that you're not seeing and getting triggered. I cannot tell you, I have plenty of people that I have blocked because I know that they trigger me. Whether it is about, most of the times it's about being a good mom because I watch these accounts and their lives are perfect, their houses are perfect, their kids are perfect, and they have an amazing relationship with their husband. When in reality, that's not the case. And it bothers me because I know them in person and know that that's not true. So don't be fake. And it triggers me. So therefore, I block them. I don't allow that into my space because I know that it's going to trigger me and get me frustrated and send me down this kind of spiral that it can often happen. 
Okay. So once you have determined how you can change your attitude, I want you then to positively start speaking to yourself. You need to tell yourself that you can do this. Not, oh crap, I can't. They, theirs is so much better than mine. There's no way I can do this. You need to tell yourself, hey, their reels are different than yours. You don't have that personality. Find a personality, step into your personality and the things that you teach and create content that works for you and your audience. Talk positively to yourself, telling yourself, letting yourself know that you can do this. You've got this. You've learned how to do this all by yourself. You didn't go to school for this. I think what we often do is when we're looking at other people, we don't think about all the growth that we have made. This is why it's so important. We're going to talk about really setting goals. And it's the reason that I wanted you to make sure that you grabbed my revenue planning guide, because it's so important for you to set goals so that you can look back. And when you are starting to go down this kind of rabbit hole of spiraling and not feeling good about yourself and your business, you can look back and see, holy crap, I only had 500 followers a year ago and now I'm sitting at 5,000 or I only made $15,000 last year and this year I've made 50. You need to be able to have that comparison because that's the thing that I hear a lot of clients say to me is they'll say, oh, my page views, my page views, my page views. Yeah, my real question isn't about page views. My question for them is, show me the money. What was your income? What was your revenue that came into your business? You can have 25,000 page views and still be making $50,000 when someone else has 100,000 page views and they're only making 50,000 because they're only relying on ads. They're not diversifying their income, which is why you hear me talking about this so often. So when it comes to this, I really want you to start to look at how you can start to continue to move forward with this, okay? So you are making sure that you are positively speaking to yourself. The next thing that you need to do is you need to change the behavior pattern that triggers you. So we talked a little bit about this already. I block certain people on Instagram that I know that triggers me. I want you to start doing these things. Understand when you are getting triggered. If you are getting triggered, let's use a personal comparison, okay? An example here. You get triggered in your marriage and you get frustrated every Valentine's Day because your husband doesn't send you all the wonderful things that you see all these Instagram influencers being sent, whether it is flowers, candy, going to dinner, doing all this kind of stuff, going on romantic getaway, whatever it might be. Every single Valentine's Day, you get frustrated. So this was me for a long time, especially in the beginning of my marriage, because I wasn't smart about talking. It's one of the things I've always <laughs> spoken about is that our significant others are not mind readers. You need to let them know what is going on. If you expect certain things, just drop them a, hey, I'd love some roses. That's all I want for Valentine's Day. You need to tell them. I have, I don't want to share too much about family kind of things, but I've seen many relatives that have been married for a very long time and 
they don't have these conversations and then they get frustrated when the significant other isn't taking care of them or leading up actually meeting the expectations that they have set they feel well they've been married for such a long time they should know how to act and how to take care of them but if you don't have that conversation as things change in your relationships they, it's new to them too. And I guarantee you, if you just had that conversation with them, you wouldn't have these issues. So think about how you can positively change the behavior pattern. Look at yourself. Again, we'll keep going back to self-awareness because you need to be cognizant of what it is that makes you feel that defeatist attitude, that self-sabotage that happens. And can often lead for you to just keep saying it is what it is. This can happen whether it is business things. I will hear people say uh, one thing happens when it rains, it pours. There's another great one. There's another great quote that I need you to get rid of because that's not true. What happens is, is you start spiraling. You start going down that rabbit hole of self-sabotage. You feel that your page views dropped, your website crashed, your email list isn't growing the way that you want it to. And all of a sudden, when it rains, it pours. If you were to look at it from a different standpoint and be able to put in the work into fixing what's going on, you would see that you would start to have a better viewpoint. You would start to be putting at those positive vibrations that are just going to attract good things coming to you, good relationships, good conversations. You have to make an effort in order to do this. I'm not telling you that it should be all unicorns and butterflies and everything's going to be perfect and you should never get frustrated with yourself. Oh, heck no. I am not going to tell you that. But what I am telling you is that if you are going to fail, you have to fail forward. And you need to figure out what it was that made you fail. What were the actions that you take? And then you need to change your behavior. That's why we're talking about this. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. For example, telling me that you have an audience that doesn't purchase and then keep offering them free content and never offering them a product. Or offering them a product once through one weekend as like a sale on your product and then people don't buy and you get frustrated. You have to actually work it in and change your behavior so that if you're used to offering free content all the time, then you need to make sure that you are offering them an opt-in that is free. And then right away, offering them a tripwire product, a product that is lower priced, but tells them, hey, I'm going to give this to you for 50% off if you take advantage of this in the next five minutes. But this lets them know, hey, I charge for my services. I charge for my products. I charge for my time to make it easier to solve your problem. This is not you're being salesy and you're asking for money and you should feel shameful about this. You are a business. Start acting like it. Step into that and know that by doing that, you're providing them with a product or service that solves their problem. If your product does not solve that problem, then it's a different story. You need to go back and make sure that whatever it is that you're offering solves the problem that your audience has. So that when you offer that tripwire, people are purchasing it. 
to then go into a larger price product because that's an evergreen funnel that teaches your audience that you are going to drive them a certain direction. Now, the last step that you want to make sure that you're doing in order to stop this self-sabotaging behavior is to set goals for yourself. You have to set goals. You have to know what you are working towards because otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. There's no way to measure what you have done, which is why in the beginning, I let you know I want you to grab my revenue planning guide because this is going to help you set your goals for your business as far as your revenue. I don't care if you are setting your revenue for 500 in a month or 50,000 in a month. The revenue planning guide is going to help you do this. You have to start looking at yourself as a business. I'm telling you, this is one of the things where we talk about that positive behavior. Well, treating yourself like a business is a positive behavior. It lets the universe know and reminds yourself and anyone else around you that you are a business. And when you treat yourself like a business, I've said this so many times in the past, other people start seeing you like a business brands that you want to work with, customers that are coming to buy your products or services, clients that may want to work one-on-one with you. You need to make sure that you are setting goals so that you can see where your trajectory is, where are you trying to go. And with the Revenue Planning Guide, it allows you to do this to give projections for the rest of this year. I know that 2021 is, we're what, five months in at this point. It's okay. You can still make projections for Q3 and 4, especially Q4. We know that as influencers, that Q4 is always the the quarter where we sell more, where we get more sponsored work, where we get more ad revenue, where we sell more products and services. So make sure that you download that revenue planning guide. Again, you can go over to the show notes. I will make sure that it is linked there. Or again, you can just send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Mallorz. Let me know that you want that revenue planning guide and I will make sure to send that. The last thing that I want to leave you with is I want you to cognizantly make the decision to not use the phrase, it is what it is and when it rains, it pours. Because when you are doing that, you are sitting into it. You are seething with letting yourself just be unhappy and you have You do not have to do that. You have the ability to change the trajectory of your own attitude, which will then affect the attitudes of those around you, as well as your business and personal relationships. I know that I kind of got up on my soapbox with this. This is just so important to me. I hear it from clients all the time. I have friends and family that I hear this from. And it's a tough conversation to have one-on-one. It's much easier for me to say and blast this out on the podcast and say, you need to do this. Listen. But send me a DM. Ask me a question. If you're struggling with this, you feel like, Jenny, you are so off on this. I don't know how I could possibly do this. Ask me. I don't care if it's a personal relationship like we talked about with your significant other, your kids, your business. Ask me the question. Send it on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. As always, I appreciate you guys so much when you leave a rating or review of the podcast. You can do this on whatever podcasting app you are listening to when you listen in on the episodes. It helps for me to get great 
guests that then give you such valuable content. So I truly hope that if you haven't already, you will take the time to do that because again, I so appreciate it. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.